जय हिंद लेडीज जनमन वेलकम टू दी पॉडकास्ट ऑफ यू ओनली लिव वंस एपिसोड टू सीजन टू इन दिस पर्टिकुलर पॉडकास्ट वी विल डिस्कस दी कोपिंग मैकेनिज्म ड्यूरिंग अ ब्रेकआउट इन रिलेशनशिप इन द फॉर्म ऑफ ब्रेकअप सेपरेशन और डिवोर्स ऑल द सजेशंस मैंशन एंड दी कॉन्टेंट डिस्कस इज बेसिस पर्सनल एक्सपीरियंस एंड इज माई पर्सनल ओपिनियन I would like to establish a disclaimer that if you feel that your current living conditions is being traumatized by any kind of sorrowful experience or sorrowful situation in life uh please feel free and don't feel shy to take any help from psychologist or psychiatrist or expert opinions they always help you in a non-judgmental pattern non-judgmental way information is kept discreet mechanisms are established online and you can always figure out a road map but this conversation right now is just on a general note with a kind of personal experience and of course conversations with others let's talk the first part of the podcast that is breakup breakup is a very sad, sorrowful event you know like all of a sudden you have a lot of emotional investment uh time investment and a lot of things I mean, it's just not an investment it's like a dedication it's like a phase that you go through and suddenly whenever it is happening either by a proper means i mean in the sense uh, due to proper reason or no this event is sorrowful this event is harsh it is not an easy task you know whether it's uh, like a, from anybody but like a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a spouse or life life partner or even a best friend it is a wound that definitely has a time to heal and it will definitely take time depending upon the nature of involvement you know like most of us are seriously involved into relationships and most importantly it is the first phase of a selfless dedication in life i mean there are people who contribute a lot to the society and all but if you notice that during a relationship we generously turn selfless Now let's talk about the five stages that I feel that is there in a post breakup scenario or a post separation scenario after you know the separation is done the breakup is done or the divorce is done the thoughts experience five different stages to talk about and again this is based on a general ob- observation the first stage is denial you know it's like the nature's the person's na- immediate nature that why this is happening and this shouldn't have happened and this is our general response to any kind of unwanted or a bad news you can say you know like uh, it's just a mechanism where the heart i would say i mean when you deny something you take some more time to accept it right so i mean you have a thought of expectation that maybe the other person would be looking back to you maybe the other person would make a pacify approach or maybe the other person will come and you know make things better around you something like that and each of us spends different amount of time in this particular phase you know the denial phase where it is followed by a lot of expectations maybe this is going to happen today maybe this is going to come back all of a sudden if you have seen in uh, like movies and something like that you know like we have seen things like you know like all of a sudden there is a bad news like a sudden death in the of a loved one and all of a sudden we just deny it you know this can't happen we get laid off 
through any kind of job mechanism this can't happen so the first stage is always denial now this is actually a time where we must accept things and seek out help seeking out help will give you some leverage and if it's not about seeking help then at least figuring out an outlet figuring out an outlet in the sense where you want to vent out your grief be it to yourself be it to some pet be it to your any best friend or something like that or by any means this is the time where you should seek some outlet you shouldn't be silent because if you be silent if there is no outlet this is just going to build up right the second stage is anger anguish it's very normal you know that uh, we have an expression of anger how can the person do like this when i was so good why did they do like this you know and uh, you know like this is a very aggressive phase i would say you know like and this is one phase of life i mean one phase of the breakup i would say where you shouldn't make any decisions if you see whenever you are in a state of anger you are driven by the impulse to make a particular decision like for example i will all of a sudden go abroad or i will all of a sudden just join a gym all of a sudden i will just go and uh, do something or the other thing like for example uh, you know it could be like you know just uh, join an ngo or make some donations i'm telling you because people have people find refuge in the in these decisions to take like for example let's say if you do something good uh, you know like in the mechanism i would say like you want to go some charity you try to derive something good out of it because you are driven by the impulse of the pain right so in a situation of anger you will always feel the impulse to take a decision like it could be like you know like joining a gym or uh, taking any subscription or uh, not to fall in relationship forever or uh, just just something or the other you know the decision making part it will always force you to go towards an irrational path and in the stage of anger it is always wise that you do not take a decision or you do not initiate any particular action for example if your parents would like to speak to you if your uh, you know loved ones or maybe your best friend or somebody or the other is trying to talk to you don't r- lash out at them don't really lash out at them because you know what it will repel any subsequent incoming you know maybe like imagine like as a person who is a brother or a parent like and if suddenly they touch you and talk to you about their personal stuffs and you suddenly lash out at them they will always be driven aback now what is the next natural response from the subsequent time they will be very careful you know in in the relationship of loved ones there shouldn't be any mechanism to be careful about to talk about something it should go in a free flow so this is the reason you no know, you should refrain from lashing out at somebody or someone just be polite that okay now is not the right time to talk we'll discuss later we'll talk later and this is how this stage can be handled well so the first is denial second is anger now the third is uh this is like a negotiation stage or you can say in simple words a bargaining kind of a stage you know like because now after the stage of anger after the period of anguishness you will be tired right because there is the involvement of your brain and all that you're tired right now so you will always think about mechanisms like uh, how to you know restore your relationship or maybe build it or rebrand it like a friendship something like that now you know this is something that can lead up to another 
situation that may escalate as a disaster so you know you must be careful about this you know you shouldn't go around pacifying and negotiating on th- these things if it's on the front you know like that especially after something has done i mean these are the things that you sh- one should do before breaking up or before initiating the separation or the divorce or something but after that you know there is no point of you know getting this but again it's just a token of awareness this is the third stage where you feel that you know you should pacify or you feel that you know the, all the reflection of moments where you know you think you could have done little better or something like that the next stage would be a depressive stage you know like uh, you know you will actually this is the numb time you'll try to just be present but you are actually not present in those situations beat laughter or something you will have a kind of withdrawal mechanism or withdrawal kind of thing from the social base i would say not like to go around or just doing impulsively you know just going around randomly it's not i mean something won't be normal with you i mean this is something will be better defined by a psychologist but yes it's a phase where you actually feel like doing nothing and you don't just don't feel anything it's a sad it's to describe it's just a sad phase and this phase can give you the temptations to go into habits what can be those habits like it can be binge eating it can be binge watching it can be endless scrolling or it can be any kind of substance addiction or something like that so this is that particular phase which puts you under the impulse you know to you know to get into the habits and once you get into this it will be very difficult to come out of those habits so it is always best advised in the best interest that during this phase do not try to get into any kind of addiction or habit it will be dangerous you must try and you know seek normalcy the way you always have been the last stage is acceptance you know like after all this period and you never know how much time these stages can take you know sometimes the stages can take the entire length of the life i would say so you know it's just like that it's different for different people and again it's different for different people why first it's because of their own nature second is their own dedication you know a person who has been more selfless dedicated uh, to a relationship whether it's just for one month or if it's it's for one day and one year the time period does not matter it's the intensity of dedication that matters and definitely you know the impact will be larger so yes the acceptance part is like it's natural to harbor you know like it's naturally uh natural to have a place for your loved ones in your life right special relationships and so on and so forth but now you will accept it now you will accept it i won't say that the wounds are healed but i would definitely say that yes this thing has happened it happens and we must move keep moving it shouldn't be a stop clog in the life okay so to reiterate the different stages as mentioned as a post breakup stage or a post separation stage mentally it would be a stage of denial followed by a stage of anger in the stage of denial you will you know like uh, it's always wise to look into figure out an outlet if you want to talk if you want to speak out if you want to write it out or talk to f- friends and family especially family because they see you unconditionally right 
and it's like they are non-judgmental to that the second stage would be anger and uh, as i said do not lash out during this particular phase and do not take harsh decisions do not take decisions during this particular phase the third stage is negotiation and bargaining fourth is depression where you may lead into habits and you must avoid doing that and the fifth is acceptance now let's talk about the natural coping mechanism this is something that i what i discuss is these stages of you know a mental state that we go through post a breakout in the relationship but now talking about the coping mechanism i would uh, i mean like uh, from my experience of uh, being in a you know like a, a very strong relationship and something like that and what i have always figured out as a mechanism that has always served me well uh, it's just again a personal opinion again and it need not to be a mandate being in a relationship and then breaking out i think it affects the self esteem to a great extent you your self esteem is shattered for real hard and you know it's very difficult for a person to figure out the pieces of the self esteem and that is the reason why people uh, you know don't succeed to move on for a life or move on for you know a good amount of time and again it's not a something that a inferior thing it's just a thing it's not something if a person is unable to move on that doesn't that, that does not mean that the person is inferior okay it is no way a token or a sign of you know being inferior it's just a phase your life is not stopping because at the end of the day you will be doing your hard work for your bread and butter you would be doing your hard work for your life for your family members and everybody right so not able to move on will affect the quality of life for sure but that does not mean that you are weak or inferior by any chance and let this point get in hard in your mind right now as i said that the self esteem goes for a toss after a breakout in the relationship especially be the married one let's after a post divorce or a breakup the self esteem as we know is shattered and this is the time to rebuild it and when i say rebuild it do not start building it and stop at a particular point of time remember one thing whatever you are trying to build in your life whether it is self esteem whether it is self confidence whether it is self awareness or whether it is you can say upskilling it has to always be incremental basis and go for long there is never an end it is a, it is just like you can say an adaptation mechanism to the changing times right so we have to constantly work towards self esteem self awareness self confidence and lot of other things yes it does not mean that as soon as you have got through the situation of breakup or as soon as have you gone through the situation of divorce you immediately jump into a cliff and start or you know your climb a steep climb where you start working on this no start it gradual remember one thing have you noticed that why most of the religious books most of the constitution across any world they talk about service the reason is when we are serving you know when we are serving to somebody who is not privileged or who is like needs help or something like that at that particular situation we feel a sense of self worthiness we see something that because of us someone else is benefited and this is a boost to the self worthiness this is a boost to self worthiness and self esteem and therefore it is very important that we start developing a habit of participating in social help 
I uh, certainly it has worked wonders for me, and I'll tell you how from a personal experience. Like I had my relationship experience, a very intense one, uh, somewhere uh, in the second year, I would say, and uh, like, and I have always been into service in school, like as a volunteer, you know, like maybe as a fundraiser for any campaign or you know just going and doing some charity, going to old age home, going to orphanages. This has always been a constant part in my life. Now, when I was always a part of visiting old age home right and serving over there you know these things they never let me feel that you know i am unworthy of something and this is the first feeling that we have after a breakup or after a post divorce or something or a separation that was i not worthy that the person left me and this is where the social service comes into the picture this is exactly where social service comes into the picture where engaging in social practices like you know serving the elderly people serving the young the orphanage you see that you know when the, when the when the young people are they are looking at looking up to you as a ray of hope when you go to these places like an old age home or an orphanage they look up to you as a ray of hope over there and that ray of hope will give you some hope that yes you are not a unworthy person you mean a lot to lot of people you're making a difference to a lot of people over there and this is a very important realization this is a very important part of your mental acceptance that your brain will now understand that no that i am worthy because of my knowledge my efforts or my just a thought of visiting an old age home someone else is benefited someone else is smiling at that point within yourself you will feel to cry you will feel to grief right and let that grief come out but be in the moment trust me try this out and you will see the wonders and change for yourself i will be more than happy to get in touch with you however but remember this point the only way to uplift your self worthiness self esteem is through service seva as they say you know so serve the elderly serve the young you know i mean visit an orphanage just go and give some chocolates and you will see the happiness around you know visit uh, and try to visit a couple of times in the same place instead of going to different different places try to go to a couple of times in the same place for example let's say you go to the old age home today or at a particular point in the month after 2 3 months or after ne- the next month visit again and ask him how are they visit again in the third month and just like i understand the finances will be a little point of trouble i totally understand on this particular part and let's say if the finances are a trouble then just like seek permission from authorities that if you just want to meet or you know in the minimum contribution whatever you can do and trust me you can actually plan your savings well it's not like that that you know like we already spend a lot of amount in junk food and all that so keep that money aside and invest it and spend it over here it will give your soul some peace you know like 3 months if you give you visit again and you see how happy they get let me tell you i know the difference because i have done it on the ground you know like i have a culture within myself that every uh, birthday i visit an old age home or uh, an orphanage and do some sort of seva and all that and from when i was there since 2015 to 2019 i used to visit a particular same old age home okay in these 4 years i have seen the elderly people you know how they could associate me with the coming of monsoon because my birthday was somewhere in july and you know they could associate that okay with the monsoon next monsoon this guy will be coming in so you know it's like that and i could see the differences so this will definitely help keep it for 3 months like first you visit now then you go 3 months later then you go 6 months later and then you see the difference for yourself seva and service will always help you come across a self esteem next thing 
next part this was the first part of the coping mechanism the first part of the coping, coping mechanism talks about how to serve you know how service can lead to a stronger self esteem and self confidence and self worthiness the next part is you know rational thinking in the situation of a breakup or a divorce you know you will feel that you know like a lot of anxiousness anger this and that don't let that creep into it always have a rational outlook try to always talk to yourself through pen and paper through case studies through you know if and let's say and definitely if you have been abused definitely seek the path of law enforcement if you have been in a in an abusive relationship and if you have been abused in in a you know in any relationship or something please you must seek the legal course and make the culprits be punished and something no one has a right to do or to, i mean you know no one has a right beyond your consent remember that so always remember the these recourses the law and enforcement route you know the judiciary route and of course uh, the medical route where it is about talking to the psychologist and psychotherapist and something like that you can always do it online there are a lot of applications if i know you know like like practo docsav and so many other applications are there and again this is not a sponsored promotion i kind of think it's just a, a basic awareness so there are mechanisms that are established and you can always speak up and the credentials are always discreet so this would be the second part that you know never engage in any kind of irrational thoughts or irrational race of thoughts be rational talk to yourself through pen and paper third thing withdrawal mechanism will be there and it's fine you know there comes a phase in your life where you want to spend more time with yourself and when you start exploring yourself now you will always feel that you know i must explore more time with myself and it feels great it really feels great to you know explore time with yourself knowing yourself but at the same time be a part everywhere around you need not be involved completely at every place but be a part of it it could be your family occasions it could be your friendship occasions you know your class take responsibilities for me i have always uh, had a philosophy of being workaholic and that has always helped me to throughout my school my college my professional career where i where apart from what i was asked i, I always look forward to volunteer you know volunteer to seek up more assignments like for example in school it could be like you know taking the attendance in college you know like taking the attendance you know filling the placement form for others uh, helping others in the leave application or something like that or could be anything you know just volunteer for some more mechanism for some more things like getting an internship uh, thing or just arranging some talk with some faculty or anything like that any kind of communication similarly being a volunteer will transform you as a leader it builds the leadership inside you because at the end of the day you can't be a subject where things are happening to you and you get bothered by it you must be real strong to you know and face a storm and also make a difference all around you know what is the quality of a rock it faces all the storm right it faces all the particular storm that is coming towards it but it doesn't let the things behind feel the storm and that is how we must look forward to at least i look forward to this kind of vision and therefore be engaged be volunteer be with a volunteer spirit look forward for more assignments don't uh, calculate uh, you know the uh, return on investment at a very early age you know focus on being involved into things that will help you deplete with your existence griefs and will replenish with your fresh memories and around I understand that this is a very difficult podcast to listen. I understand 
that it is very diff- difficult to sing in and therefore if you're listening up till now i must thank you with my sincere gratitude and prayers that may the best happen with you wish you the most and more of life remember one thing you are the best thing that happened to life yes if you are listening if you are able to listen to this and uh, you know you are a citizen of whichever nation you are in and certainly extending my warm greetings to the citizens of india you are the best thing that could happen to the country you can the best thing that happened to life you have a lot of power to make a difference around look into the power within i understand how difficult it might get and i would always love to extend a leaning shoulder to you in a very non judgmental way or just as a listener or serve you in any capacity be good be well and be really well a moment of silence is something i mean helps me build a proper connection to the soul within i wish you all the very best i i'm a working professional and i often connect with people who are students college students and working professionals discussing around career consultations here and there lot of things people who are preparing for ssb i had qualified for the ssb in 2014 from the army and uh, i was medical out so couldn't join but it's been a long journey you know like volunteering so my volunteering journey started like since 2015 as a blog writer and uh, i used to leave my email contact and phone number there and people used to get in touch and since then started a, f- a fabulous journey where i was serving people and in all this period not a single amount of money or a profit was involved anywhere it's absolutely a voluntary service and uh, so forth and now it has escalated i mean it has scaled up to a larger level where i started creating content in instagram and uh, you know then subsequently into the podcasting and vlogging it's been a fantastic journey and uh, i really want to thank each and every one each and every citizen uh, around me uh, for this extraordinary encouragement this 7 8 years felt like nothing and apart from this okay uh, i will leave my contact details like you know my email is roysajal5 at the gmail.com r-o-y-s-a-j-a-l-5 at the gmail.com I'm there on Instagram with the handle of shera underscore romeo2020 s-h-e-r-a underscore romeo2020 and uh, I'm there in LinkedIn and I'm always happy to connect with each and every one learn from you share some of my part and make a very collaborative culture I wish you all the very best with absolute sincerity of prayers with absolute dedication of well-being and a sincere thanksgiving to you and your family members jai hind all the very best and take care i'll take a leave now